0: Oh, and the bakery. Do I want a pumpkin donut or? Uh, there are other people behind you in this drive through Oh, uh, I'll just take it all. Okay. It's all the cozy you crave at Dunkin'.
1: Pumpkin favorites and new fall additions. Like new creamy without the dairy oat milk lattes and the signature pumpkin spice ice latte plus more. America runs on Dunkin'. Price and participation may vary. Limited time offer. Regina King for Cadillac Escalade. When people ask, Regina, do you like to compete? I say, bring it on. Hi, everyone. Welcome back to the Sarah Carter Show. I'm coming to you from beautiful Washington, D.C., the swampland, where, yes, you can find almost any creature you want. No matter what street you walk down, no matter where you go. Yes, in Washington, D.C. You know what? And you should actually send to me on Twitter what your favorite swamp creature is. And I can talk about it here on the Sarah Carter Show podcast. It would be great. Remember to follow me at Sarah Carter D.C. I'm also on YouTube. I'm on Parler at Sarah Carter Official. And please give us a five-star rating on your podcast app. Now that I got all of that, out of the way, I want to play you this really interesting um, statement from former Vice President Joe Biden. I just want you to get an idea of what America would be like in an ultraverse with Joe Biden as president. Tens of millions of Americans lack access to high-speed broadband. To get our people to work and our kids to school safely, to get our kids to market swiftly, to power a clean energy revolution in this country, we need to modernize America's infrastructure. We just want to get. Despite this overwhelming our kids. need, this president and the Republican Congress have simply failed to act. Yeah, they've simply failed to act to get our kids to market swiftly. I would like to get my children over to the market swiftly. What does that mean? We're going to get them over to the market swiftly? It sounds so crazy, but I feel like I'm in some kind of sci-fi movie when he says that. Get your children to market swiftly. They will be (laughs) like, this is so crazy. Wait a minute. Not only that, but we all know now based on, I mean, he released it. Look, they're not lying to you. The Democrats aren't lying to you. They have a bold new plan to change America completely, to get your children to market swiftly, to change the world. They've said it. They want to dismantle the economic system. They want to uh, change this horrible state of liberty and freedom. I mean, we should be punished for these principles, right? For liberty, for freedom, uh, for just voting for President Trump, who was an outsider. I mean, he wasn't part of the establishment. So people who, all of you who voted for President Trump, you guys are in big trouble by the shaming cult, the cancel culture cult. They will shame you no matter what you say, unless you agree with them completely. And I'm going to tell you, this is one of the leaders of this uh, shaming culture cult, this cancel culture cult. I'm going to show you who it is. And it's somebody that Biden actually is giving a lot of power to. And this is somebody that for all of you out there who may think of voting for Biden this is who you're going to be voting for. Um, can we play uh, clip three, Greg, uh, Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez and what she has planned for your future?
0: Millennials and people and, you know, Gen Z and all these folks that come after us are looking up and we're like, the world is going to end in 12 years if we don't address climate change. And your biggest yeah. issue yeah. is yeah. Your, your biggest issue is How are we going to pay for it? And like, this is the war. This is our World War II. (laughs) Oh my gosh.
1: You guys, the world is not going to end in 12 years. It really is not. The world is not going to end in 12 years unless maybe there's an asteroid or something that we don't know about. And hopefully we can do what the movie Armageddon did and just send somebody out there to blow up the asteroid. I am. I don't even know what to say anymore. When we see what's happening on the streets, when we see the divisiveness in our country, when we hear leaders that have been voted into office, like Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez, who's now been put on Joe Biden's uh, panel for climate change, she is like been put on a panel as an expert, somebody who just told us that the world is going to end in you know 12 years, that this is our World War II. No, it is not. No, it is not. This is the cult that is scaring your children every single day. This is the problem we have had both in our education system, the lies that have been spewed. The fact that, okay, let's say we know there are issues with climate. change. We know there are issues with our climate, with our environment, things that we've got to make better. That's real, but we're not ending. And some of this stuff hasn't even been proven, by the way. And I, I just want you to understand and I know all of you out there do understand this, but a lot of people are afraid to speak up. I, I, I have Mercedes Schlapp on the podcast today. She is a senior advisor to the Trump-Pence campaign 2020. She's amazing. Somebody who I admire greatly is a great friend and somebody who I have a lot of respect for. She just says it like it is. She actually talks about this uh, in the interview. You got to hear it about the fact that people, you know, some people are just afraid to speak up. We can't be afraid to speak up anymore. They are not afraid. Those people on the left, the people, the extremists, the radicals, the leftists, the people that you saw marching through your streets, marching through urban cities, tearing down statues, historical monuments, and then going to the churches and uh, defacing statues at churches and telling America that we have to break up the nuclear family, that that should no longer exist, and pushing this idea of victimhood on every child out there, lying to them, telling them that they're not good enough, that they need a handout, that they can't do it on their own. Don't let that happen. It's insanity that we've even come to this point. There is a vote this November. And I usually just want to sit back and say, okay, America, you know, do what your heart tells you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But this is a fight. This is a fight between real socialist Marxist principles and values and American values. That is what is happening this 2020. That is what we are up against as a nation. I am telling you this, it is an absolute fact that this is what we are up against. Look at Joe Biden. Look at what he has done. Look at how he has opened his entire platform to Bernie Sanders, to Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez, to all of these people that have these core values at heart to the squad. Ilhan Omar said it herself. She thinks we should dismantle the U.S. economic system for its disparity, Listen to what they are saying and doing, people. Listen, don't feel bad. You don't need to apologize to anyone for standing up to people who are opposed to your own country for telling them, yeah, no, I question that. Let me ask you some questions. How do you plan this future for us? What do you plan on doing? How do you see the educational system? What's going to happen when Joe Biden goes into office with this economic plan that's raising taxes and uh, really going to destroy independence and small business in America? What's going to happen when he puts all of these implementations back into place like the Paris Accord or renegotiates a deal with Iran or or and this is what will happen, too? puts a big kibosh on Israel, on the state of Israel, stops helping the state of Israel, our only real ally in the Middle East. I just want to talk about Israel a little bit more. I want to expand on that because I think this is important. You know, every president, I want to go back to to actually what President Donald Trump has done, not what the left is trying to say he is or who he is. Look at his actions. Look at what he's done, even with the state of Israel. He promised just like every other president promised, oh, we're going to recognize Jerusalem as the capital. Oh, we're going to move the embassy from Tel Aviv to Jerusalem and make that symbolic. They never did it. Not Bush, not anyone else. They told President Trump and I could say people inside the White House, his advisors, when he was going to move the uh, embassy from Tel Aviv to Jerusalem, they said to him, no, 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 don't do it. It's going to cause a problem. It's going to cause strife. It could cause war. My gosh, everyone promises, but no one ever follows through with it. And I know this from people that know President Trump. They said he looked at them and said, I made a promise to the American people and I am going to fulfill it. I made a promise to our allies and I am going to fulfill it. And that is exactly what he did. He didn't care about all the yammering because he knew he knew that that's all it was. He knew that it was just a political ploy. Think about what's going to happen with Biden. Right if he's elected. And I'm not worried. You want to know why I'm not worried about him being elected? Because you are smarter than that. The American people are smarter. They understand. You understand what is happening. And you can see it. But what will happen with Iran? What will happen? A renegotiation of the treaty with Iran? You really think that the Iranian regime... The Iranian regime is going to abide by any treaty with the United States. Think about all the money. Vice President Joe Biden under Obama was involved in all of this. How much money did Obama send to Iran? Huh? Those, that hundred and more than a hundred billion dollars and on pallets to the Iranian government. Think about it. Think about what life will be like. You are being lied to by the left. They are taking everything they can to target President Trump, which is what they did in 2016. And the Russia hoax was exposed. Notice how quiet MSNBC, CNN, and all these other other stations, all these other channels, all these congressional officials that said they had evidence that President Trump conspired with Russia. When all of the truth came out, notice how quiet they got? Not only did they get quiet about that, they just jumped to something new. Don't let them lie to you. Hold people accountable. It is not easy. That is why we can't be quiet. Because it's not easy. It is not easy standing up for what you believe in because there are people out there, some you work for, who are going to hold you accountable, right? They're going to say, well, oh, look, that's a Trump supporter. Maybe I'll fire them. Is that the kind of world we live in where you can't stand up for what's right or even question what's going on, where we're just going to accept everything? What? Like, oh, okay, I have to wear a mask, everyone. Okay, I get it. I wear a mask. But we can't even question authority anymore. This is not where we should be. In America, and especially journalists, Journalists now are nothing like they were when I first started. We questioned everybody on everything. We just questioned everybody on everything. It didn't matter. Here, the only people that they bother questioning is President Trump. And usually they throw an extra added lie into there when they question him. It's like a some kind of disinformation campaign because they hate him so much. Right? Right? But nobody else, nobody asked the right questions. Uh, Even when it came to, look at what happened in the nursing homes in New York City. Look at what happened in our country. How many people in the nursing homes died? Look at all the rioting that took place in the streets. And uh, the mainstream media didn't even bother to question that. That that was spreading the virus. I know I'm throwing a lot at you right now, but this is all part of the same thing. Right now, the narrative, the media, Being able to control that narrative is what people on the left, what the Democrats, what the Biden campaign, those people on the back end, not Biden himself, because I don't even think he knows where he is half the time, are hoping that that narrative can be controlled so that you, the American people, out of fear, will go and vote in the other direction. Americans are not afraid. I don't know how many times people need to say this, but- Americans are not afraid. Our culture is made up of people from all over the world that were not afraid to leave their homelands to come here to make a better life. Remember that you are extraordinary people. You are amazing. Each one of you, each one of you has a voice. Each one of you has a right to stand up and speak up. And without further ado, I am going to bring on the great Mercedes Schlapp. She is the senior advisor for the Trump-Pence campaign 2020. So happy to have Mercedes Schlapp on. A great friend and a great patriot uh, who is working so hard as a senior advisor for the Trump-Pence campaign out there every single day. Mercedes, thanks so much for being on with me today. Of course. Thank you for having me. Well, I just, I just want to jump right into it. I mean, Americans are seeing it. It is a a great divide between the future of this country. I mean, it feels like we're going to have a vote between America, democracy, liberty and capitalism versus socialism and Marxism. I mean, when you look at Biden's pitch, his $2 trillion green energy deal, um, this new phase two, I mean, it's like right out of a Marxist book. Can you talk a little bit about that and what the campaign's doing to address these issues and inform the American public about it?
0: Yeah, absolutely. Well, I think we have to say goodbye to the so-called moderate career politician, Joe Biden, because he has made a political play to unite himself to Bernie Sanders and the socialists. And in fact, even Bernie Sanders has said that that Biden would be the most progressive president that we've seen in decades. Uh, uh, Biden has decided to embrace this unity platform, quote unquote. Let's just think about this. This is about abolishing ICE. This is about halting deportations of illegal immigrants. This is about supporting the Green New Deal that would cost hundreds of thousands of jobs in the energy industry. Uh, This is about ensuring that we're able to add more regulations, which we know would be burdensome over regulation that would stunt American uh, economic growth. And then, of course, what Biden has called from the beginning, which is that he would roll back President Trump's um, tax cuts. You're talking then that based on, for example, his big clean energy plan that he has that would cost trillions of dollars, as well as combining this with the Unity platform, it's going to cause tax increases for about 82 percent of Americans. And it would kill 585,000 jobs. I mean, this is devastating for American families. This is devastating for the American worker. And it's why so Let's Joe Biden talk about that. Stopped.
1: Yes, the American family, of Mercedes, because uh, when you're looking at what his tax hikes could do, right now they're guesstimating that a family that makes, like, a, a couple that makes around $70,000 a year, who's paying 12%, could actually see that double under Biden's plan. Actually, their taxes will double if not exceed that. That's a lot of money considering how much people are already paying in taxes.
0: That's right. And I think you have to remember that when you looked at President Trump's plan, it was basically on average uh, giving about between 1400 to about $2,000 to a family of four. And so uh, think, just think about it. For Joe Biden, that's called negligible. That's just not enough money, right? That's just so he doesn't right. think that they should have these tax cuts. And so I think that it creates a huge problem uh, for Americans who really have benefited from having the extra money in their pockets where they're able to then buy the house of their dreams, you know, take their kids on vacation. I mean, there is this reality that we're facing right now um, in terms of knowing that for Joe Biden, his economic plan would be incredibly destructive. It would, you know, the president has has been able to build an America that's energy independent, and you're talking about for Joe Biden and for Bernie Sanders, they've launched a war on American independence, energy independence, by saying that they're going to rejoin the Paris Climate Agreement Accord, that they're going uh, mand to ma- mandate next net zero carbon emissions from homes, offices, and all new buildings and get rid of fossil fuels. And so they're, they're, it's like such an extreme plan um, that, as we know, would be detrimental Uh, To the American worker
1: Well and I've spoken to people It's not really going to do anything for the environment But choke the American worker out And it seems like Joe Biden Is not the Joe Biden of the past This is not the centrist Joe Biden The one that worked supposedly Although I've never actually totally believed this But the one that worked with both conservatives And Democrats On you know trying to find some common ground We're seeing a lot of people Behind him almost like Uh, Let me ask you this question. I mean, who's the puppet master here? Is it just Bernie Sanders or is it, you know, Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez and the others?
0: Yeah, actually, I think it's all of the above. I think if you have an A, B, C, D, it would be all of the above. It's Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez. We know the influence that the squad has had on the Democrat Party. Uh, You know, when you hear Congresswoman Omar say that we're going to dismantle Our existing economic systems it's very telling that the direction that the democrat party wants to go with is dismantling capitalism it's dismantling our prosperous economic system that we know benefits all americans Um, and i think that it's clear that it they that biden has had to shift to the left because i think in his mind he thinks that that strategy is the best way uh, that's the best way to win the left and not have them criticize him. But at the same time, he's leaving behind the moderate Democrats, the independents, uh, you know, those Republicans, too, that might have at one point thought, maybe I could go, go for Joe, Joe Biden. But when Joe Biden is really pushing a socialist agenda, and uh, doesn't understand the threats that we are facing from c- countries like China Uh, And he's actually been a sellout, you know, for for countries like China. I think that that is uh, very problematic
1: for Joe Biden. Well, you've been very good at reaching out to both the Hispanic community as well as women. I know you've been working diligently. You've been out on the campaign trail with others like Katrina Pearson, Um, And Lara Trump and others trying to get the word out and and one of the things that I admire so much about you Mercedes is when you talk about Cuba You talk about what happened, uh, you know with your family, you know, my family as well My mother came from Cuba, but talking about socialism and how it takes over the system This is really frightening because it almost feels as though some of the Democrats and I'm talking like the old guard like Joe Biden think that they can play around with this to uh, retain their power, but what they don't realize is people like the squad, people like Ilhan Omar, like AOC, like Bernie Sanders, will eat them up once they get there.
0: Yeah, well, I, I agree. I don't think they... Th- here's the deal. I think what's really telling, and you understand this, Sarah, too, from your family as well, is that uh, the, the way these leftist mobs work and the way the Marxists work. And let's just be clear. Joe Biden has not condoned any of the violence that we've seen in these cities, right? They have torn down statue after statue, after statue, memorials, saints. I mean, they've gone after Virgin Mary for crying out loud. And it's like, what you find is that for, that is such a similar Marxist tactic that you see in countries like Venezuela or Cuba, where the first thing they do Is start taking down statues, start taking down monuments, rewriting history, um, you know, apologizing for the country that they live in uh, and and really try to brainwash the next generation. And so it's so like you see this happening in these other countries and all of a sudden you're looking at Americans going, this can't be possibly happening here. But it is. And so it's where we have to stand strong stand against these leftist mobs that joe biden refuses to condemn and basically say we are not in spanish i'm going to say it perfectly no mas no more we're not going to put up with this because we yeah, have no mas because you're America. absolutely right that's
1: right <laughs> yeah there, well there's yeah, very we have- few people that have, <laughs> i know there's very few people that have actually uh, been able to bring that kind of attention to push what is actually happening here and getting the American people to understand what is going on. And I think that the Trump administration has really opened the door and squashed this leftist ideology. Even the Democrat ideology of victimization really has opened the door to expose it. We've seen under the Trump administration, um, the unemployment go down like we've never seen before in the african-american communities we've seen it in the latino communities we've seen a shift within our various groups here in the united states from just uh, you know the focus being on minority democrats to people standing up and saying well wait a minute don't peg me like that i'm not a democrat just because i'm a minority i have my own voice i have my own decisions talk a little bit about that and you know in november what the Trump administration is doing for minorities and what the Trump administration plans to do?
0: Well, we actually have a record, right? This president has uh, from day one understood that we need to provide educational and economic opportunities for all, uh, all black, black America, Latino Americans as well. Um, and the way to do this is we can't keep going back to the failed policies of these Democrats, right? For them, it's about the handout. Well, we don't want the handout. We want economic opportunity. We want to be able to create jobs. We want to be able to be, you know, our own bosses. Um, And so we support school choice, for example, uh, which is something that Joe Biden has said. He would get rid of charter schools. He stands in line with the teachers' unions, not with the students. And so I think that it, it, it really just shows that the stale policies of the past of the Democrat Party um, are not in line with where minority communities want to go, which is that of rebuilding their communities, of ensuring that they have great-paying jobs, and that their children have a future here in the United States to succeed. And that is what the president has unleashed, which is that of opportunities for all. We saw this with the EO executive order he signed last week on the Hispanic uh, Prosperity Initiative, Which, of course, what happened? The great CEO of Goya, nice man who worked with both Democrats and Republicans, Republicans, ends up getting bashed, and then you have AOC, AOC saying, we've got to boycott Goya. This is one of our success stories, and they're going after a man simply because he said one nice thing about President Trump. It just shows you the intolerance of the left and how we have to not allow the left to try to silence us. Well, this is a real
1: cancel culture, right, that we're seeing. People talk about this, cancel culture. I call it cult, right? Cancel cult. These are cults. They operate like cults and they do shaming. So people are afraid to speak out. What is it the message that you're delivering to the country when you're out on the road about, you know, this idea of a silent majority? I always say, don't stay silent anymore. You don't need to stay silent other people are speaking up. Don't let these small groups be the voice for everyone. Americans need to get out there. They need to stand up for innovation, for jobs, for a future against victimization, against this idea of victimhood, and really be able to build a great country. What do you say to the American people when you're out there? You know, we got to speak up, we got to talk.
0: Look, I tell you, I mean, I, I say the exact message you just mentioned, which is you have to speak up. But what, what I have also learned, and you probably see this as well, is the fact that sometimes these people they're they're in jobs that they can't speak up because they're going to get fired if they do. So it's a very tough call. It's very easy. You and I are loudmouthed, so it's easy for us to go and do this. But <laughs> like, and I say it in the most kindest, sweetest way, Sarah. But like, you know, yeah, we true. we're we're my we're husband already would agree with you. <laughs> My husband would agree with me, too, although he's another loudmouth. But, like, you know, we know we – look, we, we're going to take the hits, and we're ready to take the hits, right, because we have seen how the left has decided that any of us to support the president are deplorables. They call us all these horrible names, and you have an option to either, you know, live in fear or just say, absolutely not. You are not going to call me that, and, you know, we're – you know, we stand for a free America – We stand for, you know, our churches and for those people of faith who who believe in religious liberties. Uh, We stand for the unborn, uh, that we know that Joe Biden has become an extremist on the issue of abortion. And so, like, I feel that we have to be that voice. And I understand some people are like, look, I can't. I'm going to get bullied if I end up talking about this, or I'm going to get fired if I end up doing this. But there's one thing you can do, which is when you're home with your kids, You got to talk to them about this. You know, you get them away from their little devices of playing, you know, Fortnite or one of those games. I mean, I have girls, so they don't really play that. But like, but what I'm saying is they have to learn. Minecraft. Girls do Minecraft. They have to learn what the Constitution is. They have to learn what our founding fathers did to fight for freedom so that America could be free. Why the Constitution is such an important document where we have been able to have a strong framework that has evolved through the decades in america and uh, and I always say, look at you know the First Amendment, it's about freedom of speech. It is one of the most important cherished uh, uh, values that we have here in the United States when you look at other countries like what we're seeing in Hong Kong, where the protesters are being taken down by the chinese communists and as I, and you know you you know this, and I know this from My family's experience, what we have seen time and time again, is that freedom is the first thing to go. And it is very fragile in our nation if we do not stand up and say, stop right now, left, leftist. You can't go after us if we're going to be praying in our churches and we're going to be sending our kids, you know, to Catholic schools, Christian schools, like back off. We want choices. We want options. That's what Americans live for. And we also are going to work hard uh, to, to, you know, be the American success story. And so I feel that for the Democrats, they, there is that sense of what they've done, leftist mob, is try to basically say that America is bad. And I'm not going to we're not going to put up with that. I mean, we just can't. Right. And not only that, it's
1: not only about America, Mercedes, you're absolutely right. It's about the entire world, because other people throughout the world are friends in Hong Kong, friends of ours. You and your husband also have friends there, like Andy Chan and others who are fighting for freedom. People in Iran that I know that are standing up to the Iranian regime and looking to the United States for those principles that we stand on. People all over the world in Pakistan, in Afghanistan, in Russia and in China who look to the United States. And if there isn't this United States anymore, under a Biden presidency, it would be the exact opposite foreign policy. How dangerous would that be? And before I let you go, is there anything, any message that you wanna deliver to all of the listeners out there that love you so much? Is there any message that you wanna deliver of how they can get more involved? I mean, even under COVID to uh, help with the
0: campaign And uh, move things forward. Well, I love them back. That's the first thing. And thank you all for being such fighters out there. And look, I think there's three things. One is pray. Get down on your knees and pray. We need prayer during this time. You know, secondly, yes, we need you all to get involved. And the way to get involved is, you know, armyfortrump.com is a great way to sign up to become a volunteer. Or you can download the Trump app, you know, which is incredibly important and learn the facts. Be able to talk about the contrast of Joe Biden and the reality of what a Joe Biden presidency would look like and compare that to the successes that we've had in, uh, in this administration. And let me tell you something, the media is gonna try to scare you on COVID. They're gonna try to be like, this is horrible. And, and the one thing you have to keep in mind is that uh, we have to remember that the president from day one understood Uh, that he had to take immediate action to get COVID under control. And he has been successful in ensuring that we see mortality rates go down. We're flattening the curve. Yes, there are certain hotspots. And the federal government's role is to ensure that we're providing the necessary support to the state and local governments. And that is exactly what the president has done. He has delivered, and he's continuing to make that his top priority, which is that of the safety and the health of the American people, while at the same time safeguarding our economy, despite the fact that Biden and the Democrats, Sarah, they want to keep our businesses closed. They want to keep our schools closed indefinitely. And I think that that is just very uh, destructive for our nation.
1: Not only, yeah, I totally agree with you. Not only destructive for our nation, but it's a future that the United States just cannot afford. And honestly, a future that the world cannot afford. We need a free, viable nation. And, you know, we will get back to where we need to be. I have total faith in that total faith that this nation, based on the Constitution, you brought it up, uh, Mercedes, you know, the principles that are founded in in our nation, our founding fathers, put these principles in place, and they cannot be broken. Thank you so much for being on this show today. I appreciate all, all of it, all your enthusiasm, and every, it makes me feel good, um, and we have a battle, but we can, we can move forward and win this battle. I absolutely believe
0: that. Yes. And please go out and vote. If it's early voting in your state, go out and vote. Find people who haven't registered to vote. Get them involved. I mean, this election is critical than any other that I've seen in my lifetime.
1: Absolutely. Thank you so much, Mercedes. And I'll I'll be seeing you out on the campaign trail.
0: Great. Sounds wonderful. Thank
1: you so much. Mercedes brought up so many important points, so many things that I'm guessing you're thinking about the way I'm thinking about, you know, Uh, what is our future? What will we be facing? It's what I talked about at the top of the show. You know, this is a vote this November between a Marxist socialist ideology, it's so hard to believe, and the basic principles that make our nation free. Those basic fundamental principles. And and you know, like I said to Mercedes, it's not just dependent on our country, which is which of course comes first, America first, right? in each one of us as citizens. But the rest of the world that looks to us, people all over the world that are fighting for freedom, that see us as a beacon and a shining light of freedom, right? That's what we have to believe in. We are not to blame for all the problems of the world. Trust me. I have traveled a lot of the world. And we are not to blame for those problems. But we are a beacon of hope. We're not perfect. We're not perfect. But we are better than anything else that's out there. And without this, without those principles, and I've said this before on earlier podcasts, I mean, our founding fathers, those basic principles that are the foundation of our nation, What our founding fathers have given us is that ability to remain strong. The idea, the ideology, that is what we are fighting for. That's what makes this land so special. Without that, we would just be land. We would just be another place. We're special because of that, and I want you all to think about that. I am so grateful to have you with me here today and to be a part of this show. Please write to me on Twitter at Sarah Carter DC. Please let me know what you're thinking, what you would like us to investigate, what you would like us to discuss. On our podcast, we're always reading all of your messages. And remember, you can follow me as well on Instagram at SCarterDC on Instagram. That's at SCarterDC on Instagram. And I'm on Parlor as well. So exciting. At Sarah Carter Official on Parlor. So you can follow me there. Again, thank you so much for being a part of the Sarah Carter Show. I look forward to having you back. Remember, folks, at sarahacarter.com, we are taking the story back. God bless America. The available AKG 36 speaker sound system in the Cadillac Escalade provides 360 degree sound, not just here or here, but everywhere. The 2021 Cadillac Escalade, never stop arriving. The in-dash OLED display in the Cadillac Escalade has 38 total diagonal inches of color display. So why do we give it a curve too? I guess you could say we like to bend the rules. The 2021 Cadillac Escalade, never stop arriving.